Hello everybody, I am here on Two Players. My name is Buddy Jones and I'm here with my friend Scratchy the Cat. Today is actually our first episode and we are going to be covering an interesting question. Have Pokemon games actually been getting easier? We'll be right back with the answer to that question. So, have Pokemon games gotten easier? Personally, with the new release of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, I think they are a little easier than their predecessors, Pokemon Moon and Pokemon Sun. However, these games still present a sizable challenge. When you fight in the championships, sometimes some people have lost. I know that is not a big thing to brag about for these games difficulty, it is still a nice thing to notice. However, in Sun and Moon, the Ultra Necrozma fight was way more difficult than this Eternatus fight. For instance, the Eternatus Eternamax form for in the final boss fight of Pokemon Sword and Shield, he has a lot of base stats. Currently, total of 1,125. But, when you get helped by Hop, yourself, and and Zamazenta and Zakini, and I'm sorry, I forgot their names, it really levels down the fight to just easy. In fact, there has been some videos on YouTube and other such platforms trying to lose. Now, if you have to try to lose, then it's probably pretty easy. What about you, Scratchy? I personally think in these games, they hold your hands a little too much. Um, for every, every single second, I feel like I'm entering a new cutscene and Hop's teaching me how to catch a Pokemon for the 50th time. It just seems like this is. I, there are too many cutscenes showing you how to do things, which is understandable for new players, but it really holds your hand way too much. I also agree with the Eternamax Eternatus fight. It looks like it's going to be the hardest fight yet, but in reality, it's just not. It's just an easy fight that's trying to make itself overwhelming, but it's the most underwhelming fight in Pokemon of all time. Now, Besides the Eternamax Eternatus fight, is there anything really too easy about it? Coming to think of this question, the gym leaders. In older games, gym leaders or kahunas in Sun and Moon all have been pretty hard. The first ones, obviously, are sort of part of the tutorial-ish, but eventually the gym leaders are genuinely hard to fight with your current level Pokemon. Are these gym leaders hard? The first gym leader doesn't have a full six team of Pokemon. In fact, not even five or four. The first gym leader only has two Pokemon. Now, that, I'm not sure about the other games, but that seems a little easy. All the other gym leaders in this game are also very similar. Not one gym leader has a full team of six Pokemon. That, in itself, is very, very underwhelming ha well as the trainer you would have most likely at the time a full team of six pokemon it's only fair that the gym leaders would have a full six team of six pokemon 
or at least higher-level Pokemon than they already do. The gym challenges, on the other hand, but it's not just the fights, like the challenges of getting to the fights, are also a little easy and underwhelming. The only one that had a tiny bit of difficulty, which is, was just a simple logic puzzle, was Nessa's gym, the water-type gym. But even that was easy. First gym, rounding up Wulu, fire gym, catching Pokemon. It's all just easy and underwhelming. I personally think the Pokemon company could have at least added a tiny bit more of a challenge. Maybe the fire type gym, they have stronger Pokemon, they target you more, or something like that. What about you, Scratchy? I would personally have to agree. The gym challenge puzzles are underwhelming. Personally, rounding up Wooloo sounds like an interesting idea on paper, but then you realize how easy it is. And Yapper does practically nothing. I've seen how people get disappointed seeing how the gym challenges and the gyms themselves are just underwhelming and disappointing. I think it's interesting how this game holds your hand so much, where in the games just before that, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, it was probably what people considered one of the hardest Pokemon games in existence. And yes, I would have to agree that you turn a max fight, it also has to go, go with that. And the lack of the Elite Four it, and before going to the champion makes sense because you're they're fighting the gym leaders again I mean but I just felt like there was still no challenge there because it feels easier to level up so you just kind of are above them because of the XP candies that you get from max ray battles what do you think buddy Jones especially with the XP candies and if you even have the um, XP share on, you just level up at a ridiculous rate. There's, you don't even need to grind for your Pokemon or anything. It's not a challenge. You get to your Pokemon, your team can get to level 100 easily by the end of the game. Whereas in other past games, from my experience personally, I had a my Pokemon was like at level 70 or 60 at the end of the game, and I leveled them up. Um, in my experience, games were indeed harder. I believe firmly that Sword and Shield have gotten easier. I don't know why the Pokemon Company has done it, but they have, and we had to face that Pokemon has getting easier. I don't know if it's for the fan base. I know Pokemon Company, they have a lot of kids in their fan base, but is that why they're lowering it? I think so. I think because their audience's age, they are making the games easier because maybe cast games were a little too hard for them. Now, that's fine, but there should maybe be a way to increase the difficulty at the beginning. That would be a good feature. I would have to agree. On top of that, there's something interesting that you said. You said it would be easy if the XP share was, was, it was on. And that's something that's very interesting because Sword and Shield, along with the Let's Go games, were the first games so that you could not turn the XP share off, and you got on it as soon as you start the game, as soon as you got your first Pokemon. So that some people would argue that it has your Pokemon level up too quickly. Yeah, that makes it easier. Again, having the XP share not able to turn off a lot of people who want to have an extra challenge added to the game 
without having a nuzlocke or a challenge like that of any sort sometimes turn off the xp share which is a good thing to do i've done it before but they don't allow it in sword and shield as you just said i'm not sure if that's fully true but i'll take your word for it and that is not a good idea because some people want a more of a challenge and then them keeping that on and then not giving you a really harder challenge is just a cherry on top of the cake of how easy it is now more on past games what do you think of the your past game experiences past game experiences i definitely believe that i had it was just a lot harder i feel like in some games you got the xp share a little later and you could turn it off it felt like you could do more of a challenge and even with and Sword and Shield, I mean, even if you're doing a Nuzlocke, it's still not a challenge. I feel as if they should have did something like Mario Odyssey, but at a larger scale. In Mario Odyssey, there's the there's the assist mode, where the with the assist mode, you if you jump into off a cliff or whatever, you'll bounce back, and there are hours to guide you to know where you go. What if they were to do that with these Pokemon games that give a ch that give a challenge instead of helping you? Maybe adding more Pokemon or making them having higher level Pokemon for the gym leaders, and, and possibly some interesting Easter eggs to make people want to go on that route. That's a good idea, but what I also thought of while you were saying that, again with the XP, if you have the DLC, I don't know if you know this, but if you go to the Isle of Armor, eventually after you go through a few cutscenes, you will be able to get something called the XP Charm. Now, this XP Charm allows your Pokemon to get more XP. So, on top of the XP share, the XP candies, and the amount of XP you're getting from these Pokemon in the wild area, a lot of people want to catch them all, literally, um, the XP Charm just makes you level up too fast. This is good for post-game, but again, no way to disable it. And... It just buffs you too much, especially if you are visiting the Isle of Armor while you're still playing the main game. Not, uh, I know some people who do visit the Isle of Armor while they're still playing the main game, and those people are going to be missing out because they're going to get the XP charm, which is going to accelerate their leveling up past what the normal game expectations are. Now, you could argue on the side that having a higher level Pokemon and getting through the game is part of it, and then the post-game, you trying to catch all the Pokemon, complete the Pokedex, shiny hunting, etc., is more important, which, that's a lot of discussion for a lot of time, but if you're trying to enjoy the in-game, there should be at least an option to make it harder. That's at least my, what I think. I would definitely have to agree. However, I do believe we this game is still a good game. It added some interesting new Pokemon concepts. The story was a bit interesting. It's not a bad game, but... No, I'm not saying it's a bad game at all. Yeah, but it's a bit of an easy game. Wouldn't you agree? It's definitely easy. Um, there may be games uh, easier, maybe oh, even okay. in the future... Like, the upcoming remakes of Diamond and Pearl, they could be, I hope they're not easier. It, it probably won't be, because they're remakes of uh, an average Pokemon game, Diamond and Pearl, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, but 
again, this game is just feeding you XP, like, just feeding you as much XP as it possibly can give you. That is just too, too much. I think they had to slow down on the easy level. They had to make it at least harder to level up your Pokemon, whether raise the XP requirements leveled up, give them XP share at a later time, no more XP charms, something like that. I mean, post-game, maybe they should give the XP charm post-game. That will allow players to be able to grind easier to level up their older Pokemon to level 100, whereas not just skip past the game too easy while having the XP charm to do that. That would be a good idea, but anyway, we will be back in a little bit to discuss our next topic. What will happen in Diamond and Pearl remakes? We will be right back to discuss that. Okay, so welcome back. For our next question, as you've heard, we are going to be discussing what exactly is up with the new Diamond and Pearl remakes. I personally think that they are going to be fabulous. I hope that, and it connects to the previous section, that they're not going to be easy. But at the same time, I hope they are also faithful remakes of the original. I myself have not actually played through the original, though I am a fan of it and have heard a lot about it and know the story. So I am hoping that I can play through a faithful remake on the Switch, maybe with updated graphics and sound effects and such on. What do you think about the new graphics are you a fan of them um yes i think it's very hilarious that for the diamond pearl remakes since it's very 3d yet the characters are still small we're gonna see some small 3d characters i know a lot of people have been making memes about that um the graphics look impressive on their their 3d and obviously switch graphics and they still keep faith faithful to what Diamond and Pearl's style was like. I, too, have not played either Diamond or Pearl, but I hope to play the new remakes in the future. However, I also want to think of something. In there, Not only was there Diamond and Pearl, but there was also a po- Pokemon game known as Pokemon Platinum, the enhanced version of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which basically had a different story. Now, while these are Diamond and Pearl remakes, and they're obviously going to have the same story, Pokemon Platinum introduced some new elements, just like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, that Diamond and Pearl didn't have. What do you think? Well, with the Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, as we've seen, they did not make a Pokemon Emerald. They left that game out for whatever reason. And from now on, we've seen the trend that Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon, there's no middle game. Pokemon XY, no middle game. Pokemon Sword Shield, no middle game. I believe that with this remake, although it is a faithful remake of the actual gameplay, that there's going to be no Pokemon Platinum, unfortunately. Though I do think they are going to add some of the Pokemon Platinum features to the remakes. That would be a very good decision on Nintendo's side. Furthermore, on a different note, I believe that the graphics 
should be a little bit more updated. I get how it's a little comical how they're still small, but they have updated graphics, and I get how people want it to be a faithful remake of the original, but they should update the graphics a tiny bit, I think. What do you think about updating the graphics? How would you like the graphics to be like on Sword and Shield? Would you like that? Um, no, I would not be a fan. I would, ha- however, be a fan if they did something like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. What they did with that was really interesting because they did make them these giant creatures, but at the same time, they weren't super shrunk down. And as for Pokemon Platinum Elements, I think you're right about that because in the trailer, we see that in a certain area, there is a woman that is not in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, that if you, you give her a shaman, she will change the form of shaman. So that actually might be very interesting. We might see some more platinum elements. Now, off the topic of graphics, what do you think about the actual gameplay? We've seen scenes of Pokemon that I'm not sure if they were actually in the original version, but I hope they will add new Pokemon that weren't in it. We've seen battle scenes which seem faithful to regular traditional Pokemon battle scenes, like with the um, attack, run, the whole menus. Um, But what do you think, is it going to stay truly faithful to the original? With the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and previous remakes, it has stayed pretty faithful to the original Pokemon experience. Um, do you think it's going to stay like that? I mean, it probably is. Um, you're, I would have to agree in saying that they are faithful. However, I do think there might be adding a, a, one of the older elements, and that, of course, is Mega Evolution. I would think be really interested in seeing Mega Evolution make its mighty return. They did it for Pokemon Go. They did it for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. In almost every single remake game, I mean, Pokemon Go is not a remake, but in every single remake game, they seem to make the big return of Mega Evolution. I'm really happy about this. And to not see Mega Evolution and Diamond and Pearl remakes would just be a left-out feature. And and the Pokemon Company and Game Freak, they all know that we that people want Mega Evolution because most people like it better than Dynamaxing and Z-Moves. Um, on the spot of Mega Evolution, I am a huge huge fan of Mega Evolution. I personally think that if they were going to bring back one feature into the remakes from older games, then that should definitely be Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution is a cool feature and always, right? Always has been. It was like, you like channel your energy. I'm not sure the exact story behind it, but they change in entirely different forms. It's a temporary evolution that makes them more powerful. It's just a good core mechanic. Do you think they'll have Dynamax on the same subject on these mechanics? Um, no, I do not think so. Because I, I can't think of an example, but I don't think they added... Like, I don't think they added Dynamaxing to... No, they haven't added Dynamaxing to Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So, they definitely would not add Dynamax into one of the uh, Diamond and Pearl Pearl remakes, which people awaited. That would disappoint fans if they got that, especially not because they didn't get Mega Evolution. However, I also want to touch on the subject of, do you think 
Dialga and will get primal forms. The guy with the growl down on Kyogre. I know Dialga technically already has one, but that's in Mystery Dungeon, and I heard it works different, and it's not in the main series Pokemon games. Do you th and do you think that they will get some sort of form change like that? Um, on the same... Before I talk about the primal evolution, which I am a supporter of, I want to go back to the Dynamaxing. You mentioned Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, I believe. Those two games were before Pokemon Sword and Shield, though. Now that Dynamaxing is out, do you, I think they, it's a possibility, though I know most fans will not like that, it's a possibility that it could be put into the new remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Although I wouldn't be a biggest fan of it, I mean, it would be cool. It still is a possibility, I believe it. Thanks it's for fact-checking me, but... I also, I thought, what I also think is interesting is that with um, Dynamaxing, to Dynamax in lore, you have to be on a power spot. So that would have to change the entire way that we know the Sinnoh region. Um, back to you, sorry. Oh, uh, that's okay. Um, yeah, they would have to put in power spots and such things as that, but it still would be a cool feature. I think it's within Nintendo's realms. But I firmly doubt that Dynamaxing would happen. Mega Evolution, though, I feel like is a very, very huge possibility. If they had Mega Evolution, I feel like people would be a fan of it. Um, with the Primal Forms, I personally believe they will add some kind of Primal Forms. With Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, we keep going back to these, but these are... Probably the best way to compare this game too. Um, they did add primal forms for Kyogre and Groudon, so it wouldn't be beyond Nintendo to add primal forms for Palkia and Dialga. On the same topic as these trios of legendary Pokemon, do you believe that they're going to put Garatina catchable? in these remakes. Do you think Garantina is going to be catchable in these remakes? Well, that would certainly be a platinum feature, so I would definitely have to say yes. I, Arceus might also be catchable, but speaking of which, what do you think the connection between Pokemon Legends Arceus and India and Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes? Because we've seen that they seem to have, with the marketing, they seem to be on the same page, and fans are theorizing that there's some sort of connection, possibly showing that these aren't faithful remakes. Yeah, I have heard that they're going to have, like, some kind of connection, which that would be really awesome. I mean, if they could tie it in some way. Like, for instance, they could have something that you do in Pokemon Legends Arceus that, for whatever reason, it could be an even an Easter egg that ties into the remakes, like, maybe even just, like, creating a statue or something. I'm just making it up. Then that could happen. Like, you'll see that statue in the remakes. It could be like old and faded. Something like as small as placing items somewhere could have an impact in the games. Could just be a little easter egg or could actually have something to do with the story. Though I think the latter is a better option for Nintendo and more likely. Um, to the topic with Primal Evolution. Do you think that Primal Evolution is going to come back? And if so, by the way, do you think that it'll be the same as in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, or do you think it'll have a different mechanic? Personally, I believe that Primal Evolution might be coming back, but it won't be called Primal Evolution for Diagon Paki. It might be something like 
space evolution and time evolution, something like that. It, that would be very interesting. Or maybe they'll just get straight out mega evolution swarms like they did with Rayquaza. Maybe they'll get a Primal Diaga, Primal Palkia, and a Mega Garatina. That would be something. Yeah, that would be cool. But also, in uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, I know I keep going back to these games, but they're good games. But anyway, in those games, they added extra parts of the game. They added extra parts of the story to for you to get the, um, uh, what are they called? What? No, the orbs that you hold that the Kyogre and Groudon hold. Oh, yeah. I forget what they're called. I'm sorry. You the could... blue orb and the red orb? Oh, yeah. The blue orb and red orb. They added extra parts of the story so that you can get those. I think that they might have some kind of item that they might need to hold. So if they do, they are going to have to most certainly add new parts of the story. Which wouldn't be a faithful exact one-for-one remake. But I still think that would make a great feature for these new games. Um, also on the topic of new gameplay features, I think that they're going to add new places. Do you think that there are going to be like any new places or places that you can explore? I doubt it. In Omega Ruby, Alpha, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, if I remember correctly, there were no new places, and if there were, they were very minor. Um, and la- Um, what? And the last thing I want to talk about, or one of my last things, is that do you think they'll do something with Garatina Arceus like they did with Rayquaza in the Delta episode? I think they're definitely going to have a post-game event of some sort. Players will be awaiting a post-game event. A post-game event is sort of now like a staple of Nintendo's Pokemon games. So maybe it will be with Arceus. You could find Arceus, though they don't really have mythical Pokemon and Pokemon games that much anymore. Or do you think that they could find Garantina? Garantina is almost a definite that they will will have catchable. i almost 100% positive on that. That there's no way that Nintendo would not make Garatina catchable. Arceus, on the other hand, although it would be very cool, maybe they could even include the shiny version of Arceus, like you can shiny hunt him. I firmly doubt that they will do it. It's a huge possibility, but still a firm doubt. Anyway, that's all for this episode. Thank you for watching our first episode of Two Players. I hope you enjoyed it, and come back for the next one. Thanks. Bye.